Hi, I'm Dan Primack, host of Axios Recap, and welcome to our latest Axios Election 2020 podcast. What we're wondering now, what happens next in Wisconsin? We're joined now by Nora Eckert, a reporter with Wisconsin Watch. So, Nora, it's about 2 p.m. Eastern time. Let's start with state of play. Wisconsin officials have said substantially all the votes have been counted. Is there anything really left to count? Yeah, so the last that I heard from the Wisconsin Elections Commission is there are two small towns that have yet to release their results, but that amounts to just around 600 votes. So for all intents and purposes, I think we're pretty solid in our results in Wisconsin. How, from your perspective, did Wisconsin play out compared to maybe how you or at least experts thought it would play out at this time yesterday? We've talked a lot about the polls in Wisconsin in the last week, especially, and it's no surprise to anyone that there was talk of an 11 point lead that Joe Biden had over Trump. And obviously, that's not our reality today. We have razor thin margins. We're talking in around like the 20,000 vote range. So it played out, I think, a lot closer than what people expected. And I'm still trying to figure out and we're still trying to figure out why that is. One thing that we did see that was expected was Biden got a later bump in the state. And that's because absentee votes were filtering in later in the night. We saw a big jump around 4 a.m. when the Milwaukee City votes came in, those absentee votes. So that wasn't a surprise. When you look at either the exit polling or just anecdotes, was there anything in the demographics which suggest why it was so much closer than what some of the polls had projected? That I'm still trying to figure out as well. We saw high turnout for Joe Biden in the Latino and black vote from early information I've seen. So I'm still pretty puzzled with it. One thing, this is a bit anecdotal, but I spent half of my day reporting in the Fox Valley, which is much more conservative and Republican than the Milwaukee area. And I think when I'm in those areas, it doesn't seem like a surprise at all. And I'm not sure if that's an issue with polling or what, but there are several areas of Wisconsin where there's just such strong support for President Trump. And I'm not sure, you know, if we're reaching those voters effectively, just as we had an issue with in 2016. President Trump's campaign has already said they are going to request a recount, even though, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, Wisconsin law doesn't let him request a recount quite yet. Is there any reason for us to believe, though, if a recount happens, that it could flip the winner? Right now, it doesn't look like that's going to be too probable. So we have a 20,000 vote margin. And actually, our former governor, Scott Walker, tweeted this out. He knows a little bit about recounts himself, being the subject of one of them not too long ago. He says 20,000 votes, that's quite a long shot. And it's something that I think has been front of election officials' minds. When I talked with chief inspectors at polling locations, they all brought up we need to be able to defend these votes in any sort of legal challenge. It was sort of something they had steeled themselves for. So I don't see things changing in Wisconsin with that 20,000 vote margin that we have. President Trump's campaign manager referred to, quote, irregularities that they had seen in the vote in Wisconsin. He didn't provide specifics. Do you have any idea what he's talking about? Well, unfortunately, we have seen quite a pickup in the spread of disinformation in Wisconsin. And one of the big things we're seeing is that bump around 4 a.m. in Milwaukee. And again, that's something we've expected for weeks. The head of the Milwaukee Election Commission has made very clear that votes in Milwaukee, absentee votes, would not be released until they're all counted. And that happened at 4 a.m. So there is this big jump you can see in the polls and people are claiming that this is evidence of fraud. And of course, that's untrue. Another thing I want to flag that we're seeing going viral in Wisconsin is a post about there being more voters than registered voters. 
And again, that's untrue. Wisconsin has about 3.6 million registered voters, and the turnout in this election, last I saw, was about 3.2 million. So again, both of these things suggest that there are no irregularities, but I'm sure that we'll have the chance to review them more in the coming weeks. Nora, final question for you. We might get a Trump campaign request, for example, for a recount in Michigan or somewhere else, but right now it's Wisconsin. Have you talked to anybody on the ground, kind of locals, how y'all are feeling about the prospect, the possibility, even remote, that Wisconsin in 2020 becomes Florida in 2000? Dan, people are tired. I know they're tired in every state, but the folks I talk to, I mean, they want this wrapped up quickly. Um, And I don't blame them. I think we all do. That's the sentiment on the ground. I think folks are really passionate about making sure that this vote is correct. But from everything I've seen, this isn't going to change. The picture is not going to change. So I think we're all sort of stealing ourselves again for this long road ahead, which I don't see changing the picture that we have today. Nora, I think it's fair to say uh, that exhaustion is a national condition right now, not just a Wisconsin one. Uh, I really thank you for your time. Thanks so much for having me, Dan. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon with another Axios special election podcast. In the meantime, please be sure to check out Axios.com or the Axios mobile app for the latest news.